Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Maybe you've heard of this, the Private College 529 Plan. Today, we dive in and take a look at it. Let's get started. All right, so CollegeWell is a private college 529 plan. It's actually a prepaid tuition plan for private colleges. Most 529 prepaid tuition plans are offered by the state or for in-state public colleges, but the private college 529 plan is the only one offered by a network of private colleges. Pretty cool. With the private college 529 plan, you actually buy tuition certificates that are worth a specific percentage of a year's tuition. The tuition certificates are always worth the same percentage of a year's tuition. The percentage will vary by college based on the tuition rates in the year the tuition certificate was purchased. The redemption value of a tuition certificate, certificate rather, is based on the current tuition rate at each participating college. Let's take a look at the guarantees for these. Participating colleges guarantee that they will accept the tuition certificate as payment of tuition and required fees, even if they subsequently leave the plan. Thus, you can actually use the tuition certificates for, to pay for tuition and required fees at a college or university that was in the plan when you purchased the tuition certificate, even if it's no longer participating as well as at a college or university that is participating in the plan on the date that the tuition certificate is used to pay for tuition and required fees. Okay, so there are limitations to this, though. Tuition certificates are available only to pay for tuition and required fees. They can't be used to pay for other costs, like housing and meal plans, transportation, books, supplies, and all the stuff. There are time limits, too, on using these certificates, Tuition certificates must have been purchased at least 36 months before they can be redeemed to pay for tuition and required fees. So, if you time the purchase right, you can buy tuition certificates just before the start of freshman year to pay for the senior year, providing a hedge against inflation. The plan year runs from July 1st to June 30th. Tuition certificates must have been held for at least 12 months before a refund may be requested, with an exception for the death of the beneficiary. Tuition certificates expire 30 years after the issue date, at which point the account holder will receive a refund. Which brings us to that refund. Let's take a look at the amount of a refund. It's the total contributions adjusted for net investment returns, capped at a maximum increase or loss of 2% per year, compounded annually. That's confusing. But according to the disclosure document, the refund amount is not designed to provide a meaningful rate of return. Just so you know. So if a student goes to a non-participating college, for instance, they will receive the refund amount toward tuition and required fees at the non-participating college. Despite claims that there is no direct exposure to stock market volatility, a family that seeks a refund or sends the beneficiary to a non-participating college will be affected by a damped version of stock market gains and losses. Note that state 529 college savings plans can be used to pay for any college, private or public. Investors in state 529 college savings plans receive the full return on investment, which is likely to be higher than the 2% cap on the private 
College 529 plan. Let's take a look at those contribution limits, too. The maximum contribution limit is the cost of five years of full-time tuition and required fees at the most expensive participating college. This is, get this, $332,450 for 2022-2023. Yowza. The contribution limit applies to all tuition certificates for the same beneficiary, even if they have different owners. You can use five-year gift tax averaging or super funding to make contributions to the plan. The minimum initial contribution is $25, but the account owner must contribute at least $500 in the first two years after opening the account, or the contributions will be refunded to the account owner. Thus, the minimum contribution is $500, which can be paid in installments as low as $25 over the first two years. Contributions may be made manually through automatic transfers from a bank account, through payroll deduction, and through a lump sum contribution. Now let's dive into participating colleges. There are 295 member colleges, just a few well-known ones, Boston University, Case Western Reserve University, Georgetown University, even MIT. Rice University is also on the list, and the University of Chicago and Notre Dame, and even USC. There are more, and you can take a look at the full list at thecollegeinvestor.com if you're so inclined. Let's take a look at flexibility, too. You don't have to choose a college at the time the tuition certificates are purchased. State residency is not required for this either. You can change the owner of a tuition certificate to a family member. A successor owner can be specified in case the owner dies. You can change the beneficiary to a member of the family of the old beneficiary. You promise rewards can be linked to this plan. Distributions can be made to the college or the account hold owner, but not the beneficiary. Let's take a look at the impact on college admissions. There's just no guarantee of admission or graduation for a beneficiary of a tuition certificate. Member colleges may not discriminate in favor or against a prospective student because of their status as a beneficiary of a tuition certificate. Impact on financial aid. Okay, tuition certificates are reported as a parent asset on the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, FAFSA, if the student is a dependent student based on the refund value of the certificates. This may affect eligibility for need-based financial aid. Keep that in mind. Now let's take a look at the tuition inflation rate. So, according to the Tuition Plan Consortium, which runs the private college 529 plan, the median tuition and fees among the participating schools increased by 4.29% per year from 2003 to 2004 to 2022-2023. Note that this is the median and not the average or the highest change in college tuition among the member schools. Your performance may vary. Among all private four-year colleges, based on data from the College Board, the average annual increase in tuition and fees was 3.9% during the same time period. In 2018-2019, before the pandemic, the tuition and fee inflation was 2.8%. This increased to 3.4% in 19 and 20. The time period spans 20 years and may overstate the future tuition inflation rates since tuition inflation rates have been trending downward. Let's take a look at taxes real quick, and then we'll wrap up for today. There is no state income tax deduction for contributions to the plan. 
Qualified expenses should be paid in the same tax year as a distribution from the plan to exclude such distributions from federal income tax or the 10% tax penalty. You cannot specify which tuition certificate is redeemed. Rather, the tuition certificates are redeemed on a prorated basis, so even though a more recent tuition certificate may have a different percentage earnings than an older tuition certificate, the tax liability of a refund will be the same. And that is our show for today. Uh, Clear as mud on all this thing, I'm sure. But you can take a look a little bit deeper, find out a little bit more about this very intriguing plan at thecollegeinvestor.com. Also, follow us all over social media. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.